Lynn Fraser is going to help your finances get into shape. Financial Fitness with Lynn Fraser on Family Radio CHRI. Good morning and welcome to the Financial Fitness Show with Lynn Fraser. And I'm so glad that you're with us this morning. And today we're going to take a little bit different track from what we normally do. We're um, in the studio with me is Cynthia Porn, and welcome, Cynthia. Thank you, and I'm very pleased to be here. I'm glad you're here. And you, uh, recently, I was having a conversation with Cynthia and about the ministry that she's involved in, and we were talking about the spiritual elements of money and the, how. We uh, struggle in many cases in our lives because something's amiss in our spirit, and uh, that's the area that Cynthia ministers to, and um, and so I've asked her to join us today to kind of talk about some breakthroughs that she has seen in people's lives, some some challenges that people struggle with, and what she believes that God is saying to the church, to us uh, these days, that can bring us to a place of freedom. Um, and I, th- I, you know, Cynthia, I, I just believe that God's got a plan and a purpose for this conversation. So I just want to really open the floor and um, tell me a little bit about um, the journey that you're on and what you're seeing in terms of freedom that God is bringing. Okay. Uh, well, it's it is a journey, and I believe that each person. Um, is on a journey to better understand the heart of God. And that has been my journey, um, to really begin uh, from um, probably an early age, but then uh, uh, came uh, was really birthed with my accepting Jesus Christ as Savior when I was in my mid-20s. And then even more recently, and I'd say uh, in the past three to four years, having a better understanding of the true heart of God. And, uh, and I believe that that's a journey that all of us are on. You know, um, the reason that I had asked you to come and do a show is because I really believe that when we are struggling in the area of finance, it's really got very little to do with money. <laughs> and we see it manifested. We see it show up in the mounting, you know, bills, uh, growing or debt growing or worry over money or there being more month the money we see it show up in money because money is in every area of our life but um, I think if we really know what God believes of, about us and what God has for us um, we can be set free from that and we'll see the money issues go away you make some uh, very good points, and I would say I agree with them because in the ministry that I steward, which is a healing uh, ministry, um, uh, other words that I use for it are uh, a prayer ministry of discipleship, we see um, in the conversations that I have with individuals, uh, manifestations was a word that you used, and really a manifestation is nothing more or less than a visible uh, something uh, you know, something that we can see with our eyes, whether it's an attitude or um, a behavior, or as you say, like a, a financial condition, and uh, a lot of these things, again, um, as you touched upon, are rooted in spiritual issues. 
uh, spiritual issues being, um, you know, just what do we believe? What What is our belief system and what do we believe about God? Mm-hmm. And more um, particularly, uh, as I have conversations with the individuals that God brings to me, what do we believe about the God, our God of the Bible and our Lord Jesus Christ? Hmm. Well, the Bible clearly says that, that Jesus came to set the captives free. He did say that. He came to set the captives free. So we have to believe that there's freedom for us. Yet money issues, the fear, the worry, the doubt, the, the stress, the, 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 um, the debt, all of those things are chains that bind us. And so when we're not feeling freedom and we're not seeing freedom in our lives, what do we do? Uh, yes, um, and that is uh, actually you quoted from uh, what I call my life verse, mm. uh, which is Isaiah 61, verses 1 to 3. And in it, uh, uh, when Jesus did speak, he said he came to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captives free, and also the prisoners. And uh, so interestingly enough, you have two conditions, you know, the the captive being the one who has been um, pillaged by the uh, intruder and the prisoner who is actually one who is there based on their own actions. Um, And, you know, when you think of the courts, a person who's been sent to prison has been declared guilty and then they're sent to prison but a captive is one that when in the old, in the days that we read in the old testament you know they would be uh, invaded by uh, an enemy and been taken captive and we do have an enemy and that is the one the enemy of our souls is the one who seeks to steal kill and destroy our god is good and he's good all the time and he desires to give good gifts uh, to his children and to everyone. I mean, I mean, Scripture tells us that he causes the rain to fall, you know, not only on the righteous, but the sinner, uh, the sinner's garden. And so we see a God who is good, who desires to bless, who draws us to himself with cords of loving kindness. And that is the God uh, who I serve, you know, and, and, and love and desire to make known to uh, the people who I, um, who I speak with. Now, the the word devil's advocate came to my mind, but I would never say I'm a devil's advocate, ever. <laughs> but, <That's good. laughs> so, so I will say, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the, the position of some of the listeners and say, okay, so if God is good all the time and he's a giver of good gifts and he is, um, why is it, you know, why is it that there's so many of us are not experiencing that? Another good question. And uh, and I do believe that the enemy is a deceiver, and you know he he um, he hides himself in many ways. And uh, we do need to um, when in my own journey searching the scriptures was certainly a way where I settled a lot of um, uh, you know you know questions that I had about the heart of uh, God the Father, and. Um, so in why do we struggle with these things, I think that there can be a lot of insecurities in ourselves. I think that we can uh, think that we are not good enough. We've not yet come to understand that 
God loves us with an unconditional love. He loves us just the way we are. And, um, and then when we come into that place of trusting him, we begin to believe more of who he says we are in Christ, and uh, we start to replace those lies with truth. We stop striving for acceptance or, um, you know, maybe trying to prove something to someone with, you know, and if we get back to with money or with possessions or with things that they can see and we can rest in that, uh, the truth of, um, of just being... Uh, accepted by God, maybe sometimes we aren't going to make decisions that would get us in that financial trouble. And it it pours over into other areas of our life too, into um, some of our relationships, obviously, is another visible place where we can see where we might be walking um, with a sense of brokenness or bondage. And there are other manifestations, if you want to say it that way. So often... um I find that we look to fill the hole in our soul, that there is something missing, there is a gap, there is an empty place that we try to fill with stuff. It could be with shopping therapy, Uh, it could be with other addictions, it could be with alcohol or drugs Mm -hmm. or pornography, Um, it could be... um, yeah, trying to please by giving, right? Oh like, yes, that's right? a big. That is a in, big in, one in, in in the Christian circles. That yes. is a big one because yeah. often we're giving not out of a God, uh, not out of obedience to God, but we're we're trying to please through giving. Yes, and that in itself is a. Uh, th- that's a whole different topic. We could do a whole show on that one. Could do, I, yeah, I, absolutely. I think we'll do that. In, we'll, we'll do that one day. Um, uh. um, and probably in the most. Um, you know, you don't have to look too far to see, you know, often people that have depression will see that their finances are in a mess, right? Mm-hmm. If they're struggling with depression, often we can have huge debts or undealt with debts or or avoiding or not opening the mail or um, uh, credit card balances climbing or, or a lot um, to the extreme hoarding, right? Is, yes, right. Oh, yes. Is, is, is another manifestation of of that. It's another an example of people trying to fill a hole in the soul. Absolutely. And you know that enemy just loves that because he can. You know, I always said credit. What credit isn't the enemy, but it's one of the tools that the enemy uses to allow us to keep putting holes in the stuff in our heart where that only God can fill. Absolutely. And you've mentioned several, actually, in, in, you've summarized with a, a many of the outward um, signs that come off, often come into the conversations that I'll have with people that God has brought um, my way. Uh, I, this ministry that I steward um, for ministry of, of healing and uh, deliverance of, of strongholds, uh, often goes into those deeper roots that are the reasons, the spiritual roots that are behind the reasons of those outward signs. And we will often find, and I say we because I do the ministry with a prayer ministry partner 
who is uh, with me and interceding as I'll have the conversation with a person. And we find that there is a place where they've not felt accepted. They don't feel they belong. And yet acceptance and belonging are deep within the heart of the father for his children and even in his eternal being in the sense of uh, he is triune. You know, we were made for relationship with him and with one another. And uh, and that uh, those are often places where a person has been deeply wounded um, they've felt rejection, abandonment, and it leads to many um, uh, behaviors such as people-pleasing or just a wrong belief that they are not acceptable the way they are. They must change themselves. And that can go into putting a person into debt for many things like plastic surgery or, as you, you mentioned, you know, like splurging on a wardrobe just to change an outward appearance. And yes. Wow. You know, it's a... Um it is a common issue, I think, that um, that we, as I mean, we we, we have father wounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Most of us, you know, um, I think it's John Eldridge talks a lot about the father wound. Yes, and, and, yes, uh, wild at heart. Um, but uh, it's not an easy thing, and for many of us to really ex- receive the love of our heavenly Father, because we haven't experienced the love and acceptance of a of a of an earthly father. Yes. And you know that's a lot of ways in which the the enemy of our souls um he hits hard and he hits fast and he hits young. So many of the people young um men and women alike I minister to both will uh find that they were crushed really early um in their um in their life. And so uh, having the conversation that helps dig deeper into the root is often, it's many layers. And so it can take uh, some time. Obviously, our God is a God of miracles, and he can heal instantly. And and we see, we see amazing, uh, miraculous healings of uh, you know, that are totally the Lord Jesus Christ, give all glory to him because all the healing comes from him, whether it is in our soul, our mind, our will, our emotions, or our physical well-being, and he is doing the healing. But the conversation is important because the enemy, he um, he has his greatest power in places of secrets and darkness. And so it's in that keeping of James 5.16 that as we are able to bring the truth to the light and, and be willing to trust and expose something, bring it out of the darkness into the light, that we're able to break the power. And that's when truth can be spoken into those lies. And then the invitation to trust God, for he is trustworthy, and um, and embrace and believe the truth that he desires good things for us, and he always has our, our, our he gives us immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. Hmm. That's so awesome. The, you know, the that's one of the common challenges, I think, that we struggle with when in the money issue, is that there is so much shame and guilt around it. And I you know, I'm sure that's true with other issues in our lives, but we um, there's a strong sense of failure if we have money issues. Um, particularly men struggle with that, sometimes more than women will. 
um, because they feel that that's part of their responsibility. And so if there's money issues, then they feel that they have failed. And so, um, and money issues is such a, it's such a huge problem in our current world. Like debt, debt in itself has escalated hugely over the last 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. On an individual and on a national level as a country. Globally, it's it's become a problem. Ever since credit really became a big part of living, you know, it was in the early 1960s that that credit cards were really introduced to, to the average household. And so, like, to me, that doesn't sound all that long ago. You know, for 2,000 years, we lived without credit cards, or longer. Thousands of years, we lived without credit cards. But in the last 40, we decided that we can't live without them. And so, our credit card debt has escalated to a level that, that, that people, it's a very common issue for people to struggle in this area. They're afraid of the future. They're afraid that there's not going to be enough. And we sit side by side in the pews, and we don't talk about it. Truth. You know, if you mm-hmm. look to your left or your right, at least one of the, at least two of the three of us <laughs> is is in is worried about money, and mm-hmm. so, but we don't talk about it. We're kept in the dark. We 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 don't admit it. We don't share that issue openly because the enemy gets into that place. He does, you know, and in uh, as much as. Um, uh, there is fear in exposing those kinds of things. Fear and shame, again, are common um, themes, for lack of a better word, but uh, we see that time and again when we're uh, ministering to a person is that there's often a spirit of fear, or there's a spirit of shame, and shame is a tactic of the enemy because uh, our our God, our Heavenly Father, He does not um, He does not shame us, you know, and that is another beautiful picture of God. And um, so, it is, I think, a very important thing to have people to go to to uh, receive some uh, input with regards to those things. But it first begins with understanding that there there is no shame to have found yourself captive. And this is the other thing as we encourage I people to that. come forward. There's no shame to have been taken a, a prisoner in that sense, to be found as a captive. Uh, there is um, great freedom, though, from embracing the truth that we are no longer slaves We've been brought into sonship, and that through the adoption that is ours. As uh, as a believer um, in Jesus Christ, I know that I have been adopted into God's family. And you talked about father's wounds, but the beauty is, is that as I began my walk with God, I began to be reparented uh, by God, and you know, and He. Uh, is the one, because there's not one of us that comes uh, uh, out of a functional family, so to speak. (laughs) So, you know, we're all human beings having been raised by human beings. And and this is often a starting point that we begin in our ministry, recognizing that our our parents were... 
doing the best that they could to raise us with the best tools that they could, but oftentimes they were broken people as well. And so we actually begin with forgiveness, mm-hmm. forgiveness for um, for those things, but yet understanding that God's brought us into this place where we've received the forgiveness of Jesus Christ, and now we can forgive those, and then we can start to walk in and uh, embrace everything that, that God has for us. And he's told us that he gives us every spiritual blessing that is his in Christ Jesus and that he desires to give us good gifts. So it's all true. I mean, the word Absolutely. of God is Absolutely. That's, right? that's why it's called the gospel is the good news. You know, there, there are many, many, many scriptures that talk about his provision for us in all things, in all things, and his love for us. Yes. And uh, it's a matter if we can turn that corner Yes. We can, and not if we can turn that corner from fear to faith. Absolutely. From, from like the enemy is a liar. You know, I, I love what you said about being taken captive. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not. You know, those those of you that that are on the other end of this radio pro- broadcast that have found themselves that you find yourself in a place where you're feeling trapped, and. Um, when when the enemy invades a territory, he doesn't he doesn't ask for volunteers to come. Yep. <laughs> he takes captive, and so the fact that you've been taken captive is I, I love what you said, Cynthia. That, that there's no shame in having been taken captive. No, no, and uh, in even and the other half of it is that even if we are prisoner based on you know, maybe choices that we've made. There's also that freedom in when we come to the Lord, and he said it so well. He said, uh, just just agree with me that that was a wrong path and know that you're totally forgiven. I love his heart. He doesn't even say, ask for forgiveness, beg for forgiveness. We are forgiven. We simply need to agree with him. And that's a turning of the corner, too, that allows us then to walk on the right path. And then the scripture is full of so much good counsel on how to uh you know, come back onto the right path. And I would just like to encourage the listeners too that as much as that applies to our finances, it applies to even wrong decisions you've made in relationships or, you know, unhealthy decisions that you've made in other areas of your life. There is hope and it's it's all there and it's all for for you. So I'd just like to encourage everyone who's listening to know that. Wow. So even if your financial woes are because you um, you had a gambling addiction and you spent a lot of money and the household money on gambling or and borrowing to to feed that habit or drugs or alcohol or any any sin type of, of uh, situation. Yeah, it was just like you were just frivolous about something, and all of a sudden it, it mounted to something big. Yeah. But, you know, one of the good things about being a prisoner, <laughs> well, maybe not a good thing about being a prisoner, but there, there, you come to an end of your sentence, <laughs> right? Amen. There, is, there is an end to your sentence. You're not generally speaking, generally speaking, there is an end to the time. And yeah. so why don't we make the end to that sentence now? Now. Like right now. And actually, that is the good news about God's uh, provision is that it it's... Uh, when we are prisoners, our release is simply a prayer away. 
and uh, and coming back to God is, uh, is, you know, sometimes we are even blind, and I found this too, we're blind to knowing that we are in that state. And, uh, and um, so I found excellent tools in at least, uh, there's this one book, and I would hope to mention it. And it's, yeah, please, uh, let's, let's, let's go to that, because I think, I think our listeners are at a place where they go, okay, okay, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. me. I need some help. So, so what do we do? I think that um, readily available, because I found this too. Well, first of all, we have our Bible, and there is so much good and wise counsel there. Uh, sometimes we need help in understanding how to uh, apply that doctrine in a practical way. And if you're out there and you don't really know how to do that, there is an excellent book that's my first go-to. It's by Dr. Henry Cloud and, and Don, uh, Dr. John Townsend called How People Grow. And you, it's, a, it's very easily read and yet uh, told in um, you know, in a style that you'd be easily relate to, and it's excellent, excellent, and it will help you immensely in this area. But there are um, there are other uh, ways. Uh, I feel that if you're in a church and you have a home church, your pastor is a very good person to go to. Oftentimes, uh, even a Bible study, you may be connected with a group of individuals, and it's a uh, it's a place where you can share. And that would be another good place to start to uh, do this. And, and um, you know, you don't need to wear your heart on your sleeve right away with everything. And maybe you'll only pick one individual out of that group. But it is uh, important to begin to take steps in this regard. To move into sonship. To move into sonship, yes. Knowing that you were adopted yes. into the family. <laughs> You that, are. that he is the father. It's already it's already finished. Mm-hmm. You know, it's complete. It's not you're not you're not there as a foster child. You're not there on a short term loan. No. no. <laughs> you're 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 there. You're part of the family. You're part of the forever family. And so you can move into that yes. freedom. Um you also mentioned mentioned Cynthia that you do some uh, you've done some work with LL Ministries. Yes. And uh, they're also a resource, LL Ministries, E L L E L. Correct. Ministries. Mm-hmm. Um, they have discipleship schools. You, um, they have their center in, in Westport. So you, That's if right. you look them up on the net, LL Ministries uh, in Ontario, you'll find them. Locally. That's right. LL Ministries Canada. Right. And the Derbyshire Downs is the, th- the Westport uh, location. There are two discipleship schools going on right now. Uh, one is being held in the West End of Ottawa at Chapel Ridge um, Church mm-hmm. is the host church. And another one, I believe, just began in Kingston, Ontario, and is an easy commute because they're held on Friday evenings and Saturdays. And calling the center itself in Westport is another good connection. Awesome. So we are out of time. So <clears throat> I do, um, by tradition, we close in prayer. But I just want, Cynthia, you did mention that people could call you if they want to have an assessment. Yes, they could call me through my home church. It's Parkway Road Church in okay. Greeley. And the phone number is 613-821-1056. And if they ask for Cynthia? Well, the the office administrator will certainly uh, get their message to me, and I will make a connection. Okay. Awesome. And it's Cynthia Porin. That's correct. Awesome. Like the rain. Like the rain. Okay. So, so Father, thank you that you, um, you have come to set the captives free. Yes, Lord. And uh, we, we trust, Lord, that those that are, that are listening today have heard a message straight from you. 
Lord, you know who they are, and you know what it is that they need to do. And I pray that you'll give that you'll open their ears to hear from you, that you'll prepare their hearts to receive. You'll give them the strength, the courage, and the wisdom to take the steps that you are guiding them to do. Open their ears to hear and put their feet in motion to follow through what it is that you're calling them to do next. And you are faithful, 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 Lord, to lead them out <laughs> to out of captivity and into freedom. And I just thank you, Lord, for who you are and what you're going to do. And we give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Cynthia, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. So Parkway Pentecostal, uh, what, what's uh, they can look up the website uh, to find yes, you? Yes, uh, uh, we do have a website, Par- Parkway Church. Just Park. Parkwaychurch.ca. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're off. Of, yes, we're. We'll find it. You'll yeah. find it. And if you have questions for me, for Lynn Fraser, you can call us at More Than Enough. Look us up at morethanenough.ca. All our contact information is online. There's workshops. There's. Um, I'll be happy to connect you uh, with Cynthia or LL or whatever the rest, the, the next step is. But we're here to help. And I know that God's prompting you to take the right steps next. So thank you for listening in today, and we get look forward to spending time again with you next week. And have an amazing day filled with hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. God bless. <laughs>